Both free throws made by Irving. Again, no timeouts for the Wizards. 12 seconds left in the game. 146-141. Randy Beal through the center circle. Beal at the point between the circles for three. It's there! Oh, it's there! There's hope. Good foul. Oh, look at this! It's stolen by Matthews. Left wing to Westbrook for three. It's there! Oh, my goodness! With 4.3 seconds left, the Wizards lead 147-146. Do you believe this? I saw it. I don't believe it. Matthews. A three. Then Garrison Matthews a steal. Westbrook a three. And the Wizards lead 147-146 with 4.3 seconds left. Unbelievable steal. Heads up play. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. A wild finish last night in the NBA. We are live on the bet 1430 in Denver. The bet 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Let's go back to the NBA and we welcome in Kurt Heelan onto the show at Basketball Talk on Twitter, lead NBA writer, managing editor for NBC Sports. Com. And uh, speaking of the Nets, Kurt, let, let's start there because they seem like just what they've done, uh, putting those superstars together with a lot of NBA fans seems like a, a polarizing situation. You're either you either think they're going to be able to get it figured out. There'll be enough time. And then they're going to be representing the East in the NBA finals. Or you think ah, it's not going to work out for this team in year one. Which side are you on? <laughs> I there's so much time for them to still figure stuff out. I mean, obviously it's the defense, right? Like this is, they just gave up 146 points to the, to the wizards, right? Like <laughs> they're not exactly getting stops down the stretch and, or, or at any point. And it's an issue like you, and they're going to have to make some personnel changes. I mean, this isn't just, they're, they're going to have to go get somebody via trade. Uh, you know, they, they traded away Jared Allen in this deal to get James Harden. Um, and not that you shouldn't make that trade, but you, you just sent your best rim protector, your best defender, frankly, out. And the defense wasn't that great before. Uh, they're so good. There's so much talent that they're going to, I think, get better and improve. But if, if the goal is to win a championship, their defense has to improve a lot to be. I mean, they had, the offense has been phenomenal, but if the defense can't be better than average, what happens when you get up against, you know, Philadelphia or Milwaukee or, you know, whomever, Boston, whomever it's deep in playoffs. I don't know if they can beat them four out of seven, the way they're, they're defending right now. Kurt, you mentioned some of the other top teams in the Eastern conference. How would you handicap that race right now? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, flip a coin. <laughs> um, uh, uh, right now, uh, you know, Philadelphia is playing really well. Um, on both ends, but it's, it's, if you, you guys watch them, it's really Joel and B dependent, right? I mean, they did win finally yesterday without him, but for them to make a serious run, he has to be not only playing at this kind of MVP ish level that he's been at, but he's, he's got to be healthy enough to take on those kind of minutes and that kind of load in a postseason series. Um, but aside that, I like the way that they've, but Tobias Harris has really stepped up. So I, I kind of like them a lot. I, I think Brooklyn, it would be tough to pick against that much talent. Um, and then there's Milwaukee. And are we all in the same place with them, right? We're, we're like, yeah, they've got all this talent. Talk to me in the second round of the playoffs. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, just, I, do, I don't care what they do during the regular season, win or lose, right? Like, unless they went on some sort of horrific losing streak and I started to lose more faith in them. 
I, I just believe I, I have to see in the playoffs that Drew Holiday makes this difference that that they're that they're talking about. Um, right now, they're in the mix, but I, to me, Philadelphia might be the best of the group. I'd probably put them one, Brooklyn one A, Milwaukee two, and then Boston's the sneaky one. I, I still think that that Boston might match up better with Brooklyn than the other teams, but I. It, I'm not sure if they can get all the way there without uh, a little more help. So I, um, especially if they've got to play, they've got to get Kemba Walker point a lot better than he did the other night. Uh, our guest here, uh, BetQL Daily, is Kurt Heelan, NBCSports.com. And Kurt, uh, you do a great job covering all the rumors. And we're already there, even though we've got some time before the trade deadline. A lot of rumors floating out, seemingly just about every single day. Uh, which teams are you targeting as the biggest buyers and uh, which names will be moved? Uh, which is that I think Brooklyn's got to make moves. This could be on the buyout market a little bit. They don't, they don't have a lot of assets left to trade guys. <laughs> They've sent them out. So, but the Brooklyn's going to be looking to make moves. Um, I think you're going to see some shifting among the top contenders. One to really watch the Clippers are going to get a point guard one way or another. They are going to add a more traditional point guard to the mix. I know Lonzo ball, is the kind of biggest name out there, but whether it's him or someone else, um, they really want a, look, they've got Patrick Beverly, who's in some ways the heart and soul of that team, but he's not a traditional point guard. And after that, it's, it's, you know, Lou Williams, who's certainly not traditional. I think they want one guy who's a little more, and I know they want one guy who's a little more of a, a floor general for lack of a better way of phrasing it, somebody that can be a little more traditional and defend for them. So whether it's Lonzo or somebody else, they're, they're a team to watch. They're definitely going to make, make moves. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the Western conference a little bit. Joe is big on the nuggets and his boy Jokic. He wants him to win the MVP. Joe will get a lot of money. What do you think about the nuggets and Jokic chance for, MVP. He's one of like, I just put up a thing this morning, uh, you know, with my daily recap where I just looked at where that stands right now. And to me, the MVP race shakes out as LeBron and Embiid on the first tier. They're, they're putting up the numbers. LeBron has the narrative. Embiid's team is, you know, on top of the East and he's been phenomenal. Um, the second tier is Durant and Jokic. And the reason that they're only on the second tier is that I'm, I'm just after watching Washington repeat them yesterday. I've just got questions about um, are these teams going to be in the top three in their conference? Are they going to win enough games as a team to vault them into that conversation, which I'm not really worried about the Lakers. And right now I'm not worried about the Sixers. Um, If they Detroit's been playing Detroit, uh, Denver's been playing better. Detroit's been playing a little better, but Denver's been playing a lot better. (laughs) if he get if they get into that top three, he's and he keeps playing like this. He's in the conversation. His defense might hurt him a little. Um, their defense might hurt them a little. Um, it's just not been great. But he's got to be. You know, he's almost well. It's not a triple double anymore because he's down to I think it was like eight point six only eight point six assists a game. But he's just been so good that he's. Those are the four guys, and then everybody else you could think of: Giannis and Curry and and Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and and every, you know Lillard, everybody else. They're kind of scrambling a level below that, I think. So we got to see the Jazz and Nuggets yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Each team has played 20 games so far. Uh, which is a bigger threat in the big picture? Oof. 
I mean, I know, I know Denver got the win yesterday. I, I still lean a little bit toward um, Utah because I love their defense. There, I, but I believe that they, you know, they didn't have an answer for Jokic, but they've still got uh, Rudy Gobert back there. I still think they're going to get stops. The big key for them, guys, Mike Conley's actually playing like the guy they thought they traded for. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's Donovan Mitchell, and you could throw him in that, you know, all NBA. I don't know if I'd put him in the MVP conversation, but like he's, he's been fantastic. But what's really changed for them from last year, aside the fact that they got Bogdanovich healthy, so they didn't have from the playoffs, is Mike Conley's finally found a comfort level, gotten back to playing like the borderline all star Mike Conley. And now they've got that secondary shot creation um, and, and just some, some extra play and good defense. So I'm a little higher on them right now, but Denver's when Jokic and Murray are on, man, that's, that's a combo that can take you a long way. You were talking earlier, Kurt, about the Sixers and Embiid. That's, that's my team. That's my guy. Um, What do you think about Embiid for MVP and you think the Sixers could actually do this? I mean, I know you were talking about them yeah. as maybe being the best in the Eastern Conference. What, if anything, would hold them back? Well, obviously, health is the first thing. And this, they, they've, I like the way they've restructured that team a lot, right? Like, the, they found a way to make – and credit Doc Rivers. He's found a way to make Ben Simmons put up numbers, but he's not necessarily – I mean, end of the game the other day, um, going for the game winner against the Lakers – Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris has really always thrived uh, under Doc Rivers. So I think that they're right there, honestly. As long as Embiid is healthy, I think that they are fully in the mix of coming out of the East. I mean, it's it's got so much season left. You know, let's see what Brooklyn looks like. Let's see if how they everybody kind of evolves and changes because none of these teams will be quite the same when we get to the playoffs. But I think that they've got a real chance the way they're structured and playing right now with multiple shot creators and, and good defense. So I'm, I'm high on them. I, I think that they have a legitimate shot to come out of the East. And I think, you know, I think Joel Embiid has a shot to be MVP. Like I said, he probably, probably would have my vote today. His challenges. Um, I don't know if you know this guys, but LeBron James is pretty good at basketball. <laughs> yes. um, and he, and he carries the narrative right now. Like there's a certain segment of voters who are just like, Hey, he's the best player on the planet. He just won a title. We've given this thing to Giannis two years in a row and watch him just fall apart in the playoffs. LeBron should be rewarded um, type of thing. And that's a strong narrative. And LeBron certainly playing as well at an MVP level. So I don't know if he can beat LeBron other this way. I, you've got a picture of LeBron, like the boxing champion. If you're going to beat him, you're going to have to have to knock him out at this point. And I'm not sure if the, I'm not sure if Embiid can get there, but he's, he's the closest of anybody. Hmm. Uh, with Kurt Heelan at basketball talk on Twitter, uh, Kurt, we get 10 games tonight, a couple yeah. pr- pretty solid matchups. You get the Lakers and the Bucks with LeBron and uh, Trey Young going at it, uh, rather Lakers and the Hawks. And then you also get the Blazers and the Bucks. What are you looking forward to on tonight's card? I always watch, love watching Damian Lillard play, right? Like Damian Lillard just can make, he's just so entertaining. And he's got, he's just got so much of a load on him right now without CJ McCollum, without um, Yusuf Nurkic. That's a potentially dangerous team that just cannot stay healthy. 
Um, that's a it's a tall order against the Bucks if the Bucks are playing well. But Lillard will keep it. Lillard just won it a game the other night. I mean, he's fully capable of keeping a game closer than you would think he should by himself. That team is pretty gritty. Um, I don't know that they can beat the Bucks, but it, I don't know what the line is either off the top of my head. But it, but that's a uh, Lillard just makes things closer than they should be. Um, Atlanta's interesting because that's they're defending pretty well right now and they're bouncy. Uh, you know, they're, not only is you know Trey Young's got to hit some threes for them to really be in that game, uh, but you've also got. Um, you know, John Collins is having big nights and, and Clint Capello really helps their defense. And uh, they're just, they're, they're, they're starting to try to figure, I think they're getting better. Um, they're starting to spread the offense a little more and have it not just be the Trey Young show. And uh, that'll help them. Um, the other question, and I, I didn't, I'd have to look this up off the top of my head. Is this the last game on the Lakers road trip or do they have one more? Um, wow. Uh, because the last game of a long road trip Teams just take their foot off the gas. The Clippers are on one too, and I think that they've got one more because they don't come back till I think Friday. Um, but the, the Lakers and Clippers are on those long East Coast road trips, and it is, it is the last yeah. game of the trip for the Lakers. Yeah, that's that's often a take the foot off the gas game, man. I just want to get home. When can we get on the plane? Type of night, and LeBron's pretty good at focusing through that to be, be careful. But teams on the whole often take their foot off the gas. They just, that, that after a long trip that last night, they're like, Oh man, I, I, you know, there's just something psychological about it. Um, they're not able to go out and enjoy the distractions of Atlanta like normal, but <laughs> yes, I don't know right. that, that I don't know that that's going to, the Lakers aren't as impacted by that as some teams. Um, they do not, um, they're, they're, they're not, uh, if, if, uh, as distracted, they're a little more focused behind LeBron as some teams, but teams just, it's a psychological thing on the end of those road trips. They just, they just unwind. Sure. Yeah. Something to keep in mind uh, for tonight, NBCSports.com, Kurt Heelan at basketball talk on Twitter. Good stuff there from Kurt from the uh, NBA overall. And then uh, the interesting schedule that we have tonight, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here on BetQL daily BetQL audio network coming up next our lightning bets. Eli Herskovich will jump in as well with his favorite plays in college hoops. You are locked into the BetQL audio network.